Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one inspired page of Talmud each day. And today's page, Sota 34, it treats us to an urgent meditation on the thing that matters most in life. That is the way we see ourselves and how it inspires us to soar or hinders us from becoming all that we can be. Before we jump into the page, a quick refresher about the central biblical story today's page of Talmud describes in depth the sin of the spies, which I really think is probably my favorite story in the Bible. In case it's been a while since you've brushed up on your Torah, here is all you need to know. The Israelites, having left Egypt, stand at the gates of the promised land, Canaan. Moses decides to send 12 spies to check out the land and report back. Two of these spies, Yoshua ben Nun and Kalev ben Yefune, return and give it two thumbs up. The other 10, well, they have a very different opinion. The people who live there are powerful, they say, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak, or giants, there. We can't attack those people, they go on. They are stronger than we are. The land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. This account has disastrous consequences. God himself was so mad by the spies' response that he offered Moses to wipe away the entire Jewish people right then and there and start fresh. And Moses was so heartbroken that he vowed to walk around in the wilderness for 40 years, waiting until the entire generation of disbelievers perished and gave way to a new one who could leave the house of bondage, not only in person, but also in spirit. Which brings us to today's page of Talmud. It is stated in the Torah, the Talmud tells us today, that God told Moses, send you men, Numbers 13.2. Reish Lakish says, send you means that you should send them at your own discretion and not as a divine command. As if it were a divine command, does a person choose a bad portion for himself? Since God knew the nature of these spies and that they would ultimately slander the land, he certainly would not have sent them himself. And this is the meaning of that which is written in the passage where Moses retold the story of the spies, and it was good in my eyes, Deuteronomy 1.23. And Reish Lakish says, the implications of these words is that it seemed good in my eyes, but not in the eyes of the omnipresent. Here, we see nothing more or less dramatic than the birth, sort of, of free will. Up until now, God has left little to chance. When he wanted the Israelites to do something, he told them in no uncertain terms, which meant that they, we, our ancestors, had the option to either obey or rebel and be punished. But with the story of the spies, we're entering brand new uncharted territory. God says to Moses, look, man, do whatever you want. It's on you. You take the wheel. You take charge here. And Moses does. And the results are disastrous because the men he sends just don't believe. They don't believe in God's power or promise, but more importantly, they do not believe in themselves. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, 
the spies tell Moses. It's the perfect distillation of self-doubt. Haven't we all been there before? On the first day of a new job, say, when everyone else at the office seems so slick and professional and in charge and we feel like total imposters? Or starting out at a new school and all the other kids just look so cool and with it? Or even meeting a new love interest, maybe, and thinking, oh, wow, there's no chance someone as wonderful and as attractive as that would see someone like me as anything but inconsequential and meaningless. Because this, alas, is how we humans operate. No sooner do you put us in charge of our own destiny than we start bellyaching. We start beating ourselves up. We start focusing on all the things that make us hate ourselves, all the things that make us anxious, all the things that make us feel small. How do we cure this illness? The story of the spies, bless it, gives us an answer. While the others were scurrying about worrying, Yehoshua, Joshua, had other plans. He went to visit the graves of the patriarchs, the graves of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, of Sarah, Rebekah, and Leah. He did so to remind himself that life isn't a sprint or even a marathon. It's a relay race, and one generation passes the baton on to the next. Each generation feels its own burdens. Each generation is faced with its own challenges. But each generation need only to look at the one that came before it to understand that the chain is never broken, that the divine promise keeps on keeping on, and that those who believe and dare always, always triumph in the end. This is why Joshua was chosen as Moses' eventual successor and why he was the one who was rewarded with finally conquered the promised land. Because Joshua knew that there was nothing inherently promised about the promised land at all. Look at Canaan objectively and it's just another Egypt, thick with danger, packed with people who want nothing more than to oppress the Jews. What makes it promised is our belief that it could change that we can change, that we can transform ourselves and our surroundings from something ordinary and fearful to something radiant, more beautiful, and more just. It's why the eventual founding father of the state of Israel, David Ben-Gurion, said that for Jews, being a realist means believing in miracles. Today's page of Talmud shows us this holy principle in action. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. You could also get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. 
For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for take one podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.